That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hi, everybody. Cheryl Atkinson here. Welcome to another edition of Full Measure After Hours. Today we're going to talk about the Goodyear G159 tire, which is a truck tire used on some recreational vehicles and motorhomes. We are going to talk about the many controversies and the current preliminary federal investigation. With me now is Daniel Steinberger again, the investigative producer on Full Measure that you love. Great to be with you. It's another podcast. In fact, we're talking about the G159 tire. And why don't we mention off the top, you were covering this or looking at this story even when you worked at another network some years ago. A couple years ago, I had got wind of um, kind of what was going on with with this G159 tire. It's a tire made by Goodyear um, that fits onto motorhomes. It wasn't designed necessarily initially for motorhomes, but it does fit on motorhomes. And there have been a, um, a stream of accidents where the tread of the tire um, falls apart or allegedly falls apart because of a number of factors. Um, well, they were made for like stop-and-go traffic in cities right. like FedEx trucks, but since they fit motorhomes, the allegation is they heat up too much at highway speeds and can cause these accidents. But what got you interested a couple you know, of years I think, ago? I don't know. I think I just read something about it, and then I, I saw that like it was like during Christmas break, one, and um, NHTSA, the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration, just sent like a one-pager, like we're opening up a preliminary investigation into this. And it just seemed unusual um, that they were doing this, um, and it just kind of caught my eye, and I started asking around about it. And there's some safety experts that have been had heard of this and been had been working on it and written about it, um, but it really wasn't. It has not been widely covered at all. Well, I hate to say, but this is just what I've learned by experience. By the time the federal government opens an investigation into something like this, as what happened with Firestone Tires, it's usually way past the point that consumers have noticed a problem, and there have been many lawsuits with payments, many of them confidential, so victims can't really compare notes and find documents from each other's cases, but it's usually on the tail end of a problem. And in fact, this G159 tire and its alleged safety problems, which Goodyear denies, Goodyear says there's no problem with it, but this has been an issue for two decades now, starting with lawsuits that were being filed individually over catastrophic accidents two decades ago. Yeah, it's been it's been. Um, I think that's one issue that definitely I've learned about this is that a lot of these law a lot of cases happen and lawsuits happen and they kind of get filed away and squirreled away. Um, and if you ask various plaintiffs or people that have had cases against the tire company or other companies, not necessarily just tire companies. Um, things have, you know, they, uh, there's a lot of information that, that, that gets put in, put in these confidential settlements um, and can't kind of come to light. 
Um, so this, that, that's been a big problem with this. This is how I started the Firestone Tire Ford Explorer rollover coverage was with a lawyer who had had many cases and knew that Firestone and Ford had internal documents and data showing that they knew of this problem years ago, but he could not present the documents publicly or even talk in detail about them at the time because they were part of these confidential settlements. And I said to him at the time, this was Tab Turner, the attorney, let's talk about that. If you can't talk about the cases, let's talk about the fact that you're forbidden from talking about them, but how many there are. And that's kind of what got us started. Yeah, and, and the, 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 interest, the other interesting thing is there, have been hun- there are now uh, supposedly a hundreds of cases where there's been property damage. And the one lawyer that we talked to that's really been fighting this, his name is David Kurtz, he's a lawyer out of Arizona, interesting guy, kind of got one of these cases and basically gave up his law practice and everything else he was doing and has dedicated his life to this case. Um, there have been various versions of cases, and it's even gone to the Supreme Court in one case. Um, and, you know, he has found and has argued that there's been over, um, there's been at least 98 cases of, of injury or, de- and, or death. Um, and so that, that was also alarming in terms of a number to see something like that. And when this really heated up, I think, is when there came to be allegations of a cover-up. So David Kurtz, lawyer you mentioned, filed his big lawsuit with some victims who were in a terrible accident, allegedly from the blowout of a Goodyear G159 on a motorhome. In 2005, that was filed. But in 2012, they finally got test results through this circuitous route that they claim showed that the temperature when traveling at highway speeds, the temperature of the tire goes beyond what the temperature was des- the tire was designed to handle, and therefore he claimed Goodyear was engaged in a cover-up because it knew all along and never presented this information at trial. And in fact, um, Goodyear had given a confidential payment to his clients in that early case, but now a federal judge armed with the new evidence agreed that Goodyear and its attorneys had cheated this family and owed them $2.7 million in penalties over that, actually sort of a drop in the bucket to Goodyear, but a lot of money to the victims. Um, That payment is now under dispute. They may be revised downward based on some court actions, but the point is the judge saw that, or at least the judge agreed Goodyear had been engaged and their lawyers in a cover-up. Do you have something to say and want to make your own podcast? Let me tell you how to do that for free with Anchor. Anchor has creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. You can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's all you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yeah, and, and we, we've, we've been kind of digging through a lot of these cases, and I've actually never read a, uh, an opinion quite like the one that, in this case. I mean, the, the trial court judge um, said, quote, repeat, that the Goodyear had repeated deliberate des, um, decisions and made misleading and false court statements to conceal relevant information, and even went farther to say, like, was kind of, you know, the little voice in every attorney's conscious that murmurs 
turn over all that material was ignored. I mean, that, that was like in her first few paragraphs of the, her legal decision, um, which is pr- pretty stunning to read something like that. It is. And then you look at that $2.7 million initial payment that was supposed to be made by Goodyear. If the judge really thought Goodyear had done things that were that bad, I'm a little surprised the payment wasn't higher because a lot of times they take into account how much the company can afford and how, you know, how much of a deterrent it is for them to get a decision like that. So that brings us to today. There is an ongoing current National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or NHTSA, preliminary investigation into the G159 based apparently not on what Goodyear had turned over to them initially or their own federal investigation. This is how things happen many times, based on what the lawyer Kurtz provided to the federal government to force this probe. And they won't talk about it while it's ongoing, so we don't know what, if anything, is coming of it. Yeah, it, it's um, that's interesting. And, and we should say that Goodyear does, well, they didn't really want to answer any real questions on this to us. Um, they, they, they deny that there's a problem. They say there is no safety defect with this tire, and they are cooperating with NHTSA. But, um, but yet they have not answered any real questions um, from any journalist that I know that I know of. I mean, this has not been widely covered, but we posed a series of questions to them, very specific questions about what was going on, and, and well, you know, all we got was basically a two- or three-sentence statement back um, saying that they don't believe that there's a defect here. So if you want to know more about this, we did a video investigation that airs on our Full Measure broadcast on Sunday, February 16th, but will be also posted at our website, fullmeasure.news, after that on Sunday midday, if you want to look at that. Yeah, and the tire, um, while it was made a long time ago, may still be out there. I mean, there are tires, people put tires on their motorhomes, um, and then, you know, the motorhomes don't necessarily go very far or don't go, you know, you, you don't necessarily use it up, you know, use up that many tire, you know, generations or what tire, what's it called? Rotations. <laughs> Rotations, thank you, uh, you know, quickly. So there may be... There, there, there's conceivably lots of tires out there still um, that are out there. Well, thanks for working on this story with me. I thought it was very interesting. I hope this resource is helpful to some people who may be looking at the G159. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, leave a comment, like it, share it with your friends. And consider subscribing to the Cheryl Ackeson podcast and Full Measure After Hours. Those are two of my podcasts. You can listen to them on iTunes or your favorite distributor or visit CherylAckeson.com and just look at the podcast tab. You can listen to them right there. Do your own research. Make up your own mind. Think for yourself. Thanks for listening.